Genre. Ho, ho, hello, and welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we let it go one humiliating tactic at a time. I see you went with humiliation tactic at a time there, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am Jason. I thought you were Santa. Um, oh my gosh, it's a fake beard. Oh, I knew it all the time. My childhood is ruined. Uh, I'm Doug. And joining us again today on Christmas Day Taking time out of his present opening and wait, I'm not done. Uh, his present opening and uh, tr- tree trimming. You don't trim your tree on Christmas, right? You did that beforehand. Family time from got, family time. Uh, Tom from Indiana Jones Minute. Welcome back, Tom. Thank you very much, and ho ho ho, and um, thank you, <laughs> and Merry Christmas. <laughs> So today, first we like Don't to try it. <laughs> yes, we like to wish everyone a merry Christmas, M- the merriest of Christmas, merriest of Christmases. I hope everyone got all the gifts they wanted and are spending some quality family time. And I around hope the nobody's fireplace. family left them home alone. Oh, <laughs> well, we just sprinkle these in all throughout the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so today we're knocking out minute fifty-two, uh, which begins with. He's all wrong for us, baby, and ends with whatever gets him in the ring. Yes. Okay. Two opposing viewpoints right there from the beginning and end. Mm -hmm. Now, this is one of cinema's great monologues. Can we all agree on this? Mm. It's real good. It's very good. Um, I mean, can I indulge our listeners and kind of act it out? Please do. Oh, well, a one man show. I mean, that's what a monologue is, (laughs) by definition. (laughs) Do a one-man monologue. Just do it. (laughs) So we close last minute with Apollo wanting to know um, what is he afraid of. Right, Tony? Tony, what are you afraid of? Mm -hmm. He's all wrong for us, baby. I saw you beat that man like I never saw no man get beat before, and the man kept coming after you. We don't need that kind of man in our lives. I know what you're feeling. Let it go. Let it go. You're the champ. That's beautiful. Hmm. You did that really well. I got chills. I, I mean, I'm going to insert some applause here, if, yeah. if I may. The roses are being thrown to the stage. It's, 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 uh, you <laughs> won them over. You're eating out of your hand. They love me. <coughs> uh, the, the one thing that I want to point out about all that is that uh, Duke says he's all wrong for us baby he's mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. bringing home the fact that they're a team and that it's not just apollo he doesn't say he's all wrong for you baby mm-hmm. he's all wrong for us we're a team we're in this together we need to stay together um just kind of driving that home there yeah well we and apollo immediately reacts to that the second he says that apollo's like ah come on like his head goes back like get knock it off i don't think it's he's all wrong for us. it's as immediate he he does like they cut in the middle of that. They cut to Apollo once, and Apollo's doing like a a, a face thing, <laughs> yeah. where he's like almost like he's taking in what Tony's saying, right? Mm-hmm. Before, hold on, I got it up right here. I gotta sift through this a little bit. Sure, 
Right. He's they do like a they do a zoom in on, on Apollo's face as Tony's mm-hmm. delivering this, and then after the the let it goes, you're the champ. Yeah. He does. He 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 has like a, a like a moment, a sh- very small moment of ponderance before he's like, okay, go screw. Yeah. I actually kind of think that Duke might have had him, mm-hmm. like may have been getting his point across until he said, "You're the champ." Ooh, because it's if you think about it, like because it, it's like the it's like the whole split between like what we were saying last time, like about like the business plan of boxing, what the champ's supposed to do, and whether or not Apollo's able to beat this crazy Italian stallion from Philadelphia if he fights him again. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, maybe he is not right for us. Maybe this, maybe I should let this go. Maybe this is just something that's like under my skin, and I just need to move on. Uh, but then he says, "You're the champ," and I'm, uh, the way I'm reading it, Apollo's like, "Hey, wait a minute! I am the champ. It shouldn't matter who I fight. I should be able to beat anybody. I should be able to take this guy and put him in the ground and just and just and move on that way by getting past this Italian stallion and and, and beating him finally." Mm-hmm. And it, it, I think that. It, I might be wrong, but it feels to me like that's the kind of like button that he pushes at the very end that kind of works against uh, Duke's argument. You know, you're the champ. He's like, yeah, I'm the champ. So I'm going to stand up. I'm going to give these guys orders to get that punk back in the ring. And I'm going to take care of business because I'm the champ. That's a, I like that. It's a good point because it goes back to, you know, him saying I won, but I didn't beat him. It's like reminding yeah. him, reminding him of like his title. And, and that's what all this hate mail is directed at like like you carried this bum you're supposed to be the champ but you didn't behave like one right right that's if if only duke just just ended that brilliant monologue one, <laughs> one line yeah. sooner i i want to the uh the, the brilliance of tony burton in this scene though like just him delivering this mm-hmm. uh the script which jay loves when i touch upon mm-hmm. <laughs> um, after Apollo says, I won, but I didn't beat him. What are you afraid of, Tony? It, it, he's only credited as trainer in the script. Trainer, honest, Apollo, honest. He's all wrong for us. You beat him like nobody I ever seen beat, and he kept coming. We don't need this man in our life. That's it. Oh. There's there's no, there's nothing more to that, but Tony Burton, man, he just kills it. Yeah. With, with all the, the emotion. With all the emotion, like he truly, like we we learn later on that his his connection to Apollo Creed is is much more personal than just his trainer, mm-hmm. right? In Rocky Four, he says, "I raised him." Yeah. So we don't. We I mean, we know that that it goes deeper than just being his trainer. We don't know how deep. I wish we actually got got more of that, but you know, it is what it is. So mm-hmm. like he he's very passionate in trying to get Apollo to move past this. And he's he really truly wants him to move past this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, like like really, that's he's dripping with that. He's awesome. He really is. I want Duke on my side. So do I. Uh, we we never really talk too much about Tony Burton as Tony Duke Evers. Mm-hmm. All right. So Tony Burton was born and raised in Flint, Michigan. Mm-hmm. He was a boxer in his youth. He was a Golden Gloves heavyweight champion. In Michigan, he was a two-time All-State football player, so he was quite the athlete. He was, let's see, Fink Golden Gloves heavyweight champ. He won the State Golden Gloves in 1957. 
let's see. And he fought as a professional boxer in 58 and 59, during which time he uh, amassed a record of four wins, three losses, and one draw. Hmm. Um, but uh, life after boxing wasn't so kind to our friend Tony Burton. He, uh, he was convicted of taking part in an armed robbery hmm. and served three and a half years at Chino in California. Oh, man. But as, uh, you know, many a prison story uh, ends up, I, uh, I wish that was the case, as uh, as a few prison stories end up, like the prison was where he uh, decided to turn his life around and, you know, he, he kind of dove into uh, education and acting. And um, that's where he got to start. Well, not his start. He didn't get a start in prison. So after prison... He got work with small theater companies in and around Los Angeles, garnering favorable notices early on. Oh. I mean, as as we can tell, I mean, if he delivered any kind of performance like he did this monologue, I mean, yeah, hired. Let it go. Let it go. He um he actually became quite the chess player. Oh wow! You know, Tom, I'm sure that he was in The Shining, a very small part in The Shining. Oh my God, that is him. He's on the phone with uh, Scatman, with the with the snowcat and everything. That's correct. Oh my God, that's incredible. I love now, that. He, I know. Um, he was only... Uh, that's funny, because he seems like an almost non-actor in The Shining. Like he's a little stiff and kind of... Mm-hmm. Like, it's nothing like this. Nothing like in this No, scene. no, yeah. no. I mean, he's... What, uh, really? How? <laughs> what do you have? Two lines in The Shining? Very small part. <laughs> yeah. But it's still, you know, like some people can like take like two lines in a thing and you're like, okay, I believe that that guy's on the phone talking to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Other people be like, all right, he's reading his lines that somebody told him to say. Okay. He uh, totally <laughs> believing it, but okay. Well, um, Stanley Kubrick in his own right was a very competitive chess player. Uh, oh. and, and this is a quote after, after, um, let me see. Uh, he was spe- uh, Tony Burton was speaking with a Stanley Kubrick biographer, Vincent Lou Lobrotto. Uh, this is Tony's quote: "My contract was for a week. I just had two short scenes in a movie. I stayed on for six weeks because <laughs> Stanley Stanley and I were playing chess. Stanley <laughs> was a stronger player than I, but I was strong enough to give him sufficient struggle to where I enjo- to where he enjoyed it. I beat him in the first or second game we played, and then I didn't win anymore after that. But it was always a tight struggle." And that's what he loved. I guess there was no one else around playing that strong. That's awesome. So yeah, so yeah, just you you give Stanley Kubrick, who was like notoriously a, a difficult guy to work with on set, mm-hmm. you get you give him a challenge at chess, and he's your best friend. Yeah, Look at I think that. Malcolm McDowell has a similar story. I think about uh, Clockwork, Clockwork Orange. Orange. Like he did like three weeks. For like uh, like overdubbing, like you know ADR stuff after the shoot and stuff, mm-hmm. but most of that they were just like playing ping pong. They're having a ball playing ping pong. Him and Kubrick, really. And so at the end, you know, I was like, I'm gonna pay you for three days because the rest was ping pong. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kubrick's just a child at heart. Yeah. We see uh, in Rocky Four, we see Tony Burton, uh, Tony Duke playing chess against the mm-hmm. Russian. Um, chaperone. 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 <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> that's, that is nice. Everyone's getting along. <laughs> the Americans, <laughs> the Russians, Kubrick, Tony Burton. Yeah. Uh, so this... If I could change. This, 
And if you could change. And if I change. Sorry. That was very good. Thank you. No, that, that was spot on. Mm-hmm. I wonder how, how Tony Byrne would do heard me do that just now and he's laughing. Because <laughs> he remembers. He remembers Rocky yeah. Four. <laughs> you think Tony Burton could have delivered that um, more passionately? I'd like to see him try. <laughs> he's good with the with the low simmering intensity. Mm, like a <laughs> smoldering kind of yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, throw the damn towel isn't exactly throw simmering. That's true. That's my favorite monologue. That's throw the damn towel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has Short a he has sweet. a he has a good one in Rocky Four. Yeah, he does. Well, I can't wait to get yeah. there. Any day now. <laughs> You're on your way. He's got that. There's that whole bit in the middle of that that monologue about like you know about it. You, you you beat him and he just kept coming back and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. And it's it's just it's just this side of like treating Rocky Balboa as like a superhero or something or like some superhuman thing. But I mean, it's not that. But it's like it almost edges towards that. But I think somewhere between uh, his performance of this and and the fact that it's like spot on. It's like actually true. It's like you know, it's there's nothing necessarily superhuman about Rocky, but he did just keep coming. He just yeah. kept coming at him, and he wouldn't go down. And uh, I mean, that's the whole point of Rocky. He went the distance. He just didn't give up. And uh, I wonder, is that like ultimately, if you watch the entire series, I haven't really thought about is this, is that actually Rocky's like not superpower, but is that his his is that what makes him the champ? Is that he just does not give up and he doesn't just back down. He just keeps on coming. The Russian uh, says he is not human. He's a piece of iron. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it, it, it's a, a characteristic of Rocky. Mm-hmm. He, has, he has a couple of characteristics. He apparently throws a very hard punch, and he yeah. can take a very hard punch for a very long time. Right. So, I is it a super uh, superhero thing? I kind of equated this statement when he says, I never saw no man get beat like that before and the man kept coming after you mm-hmm. as like a, like a horror movie kind of monster. <laughs> yeah. It's like Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Right. right. You're dead. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Because no matter how, how much you beat the bad guy, <laughs> especially these supernatural bad guys, they just keep coming. <laughs> right. And like he's not, yeah, he's not superhuman. He's just like this hungry guy from the streets. He's like this scrappy, mm-hmm. kind of driven dude from the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with, with just one, one thing on his mind. Yeah, singularly focused. Jay, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> well said. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jay just wants to get to his uh, his uh, fruit cake and. Well, sure. He's got his slippers on. Egg, eggnog. His yeah. jammies. His Christmas jammies. Sure. Just surrounded by wrapping paper. Yeah, I had to leave the family. My wife and kids are at home, uh, surrounded oh. by unwrapped presents, because I had to get out nice and early to record this. Oh, my gosh. Mm. The things we do for podcasting. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, it's a sacrifice for us all. Um, does he... Is one of his lawyer guys named Irv... Does he say, Irv, you're in charge of... <laughs> My I don't know. Irv. Wow. I don't remember him saying Irv. Before that. 
before oh, like that. Oh, the very first syllable he says, like, yeah. Remember, you're in charge of my yeah. <laughs> that could be like anything from Irv to like, <laughs> look. hey you, yeah. I thought that guy that. over there. Look, you're in charge of my pocket. But there's three guys over there. Like yeah, you're in look, charge of my. Like, yeah, you know. No, he's looking directly at that guy. The guy that's yeah, putting the coffee gingerly cup. putting down Put the, the coffee cup. down. <laughs> we have business. <laughs> <laughs> coffee is for people who get Rocky Balboa back in the ring. <laughs> Coffee's for closers. <laughs> <laughs> So his strategy is to call out and embarrass Rocky. Um, yeah, yeah go ahead. when he when he says when he you know he says thank you to Duke and then he focuses his attention on the other guys mm-hmm. and business. I really wish that there was a reaction shot from Duke here. Oh, totally. I had the same note. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. Yeah, which is weird because of this whole scene, like last minute too, has been the two of them mm-hmm. and like you know going off each other. And then this mm-hmm. is like the final turning point. I mean, you know what his reaction will be, but it'll still be good to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Just like uh, him dropping his head, just the deflated look. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can picture it, but they don't give I it to said, us. I said, let it go. <laughs> Did I say it too intently? <laughs> you didn't even hear me. I said, let it go. Not intently enough. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> well, they see, you know, they, they cut back to like the wide shot and you just see you know him sitting on the couch mm-hmm. yeah like yeah. he never snuck over to the desk in the first place <laughs> yeah <that's- laughs> just magically back on the couch oh maybe that was a uh like an imagination like a uh, not that's like uh <laughs> yeah. apollo apollo wants duke to say that but he never right. actually did duke never actually just stopped picking lint off his pant leg <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not right for us baby <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> With the new meat. <laughs> yeah. But Irv points out that using this humiliation tactic could make Apollo look like the bad guy. Um, I, I have a question, though. Um, hmm. Before you get to that. Yeah. He comes up with this, you know, whatever we got to do to get him out. You know, get to his people. Right? Some says something to that effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't recall, other than in the hospital when they were both messed up, I don't recall Apollo asking for a rematch. Like, why are we going to humiliation tacti- techniques when we haven't asked the guy yet? <laughs> like, well, Rocky, but- do you want to have a rematch? And we go, oh, you have a rematch. Then all this is for not. Like, right. he, it's like they're going to, like, he's like, we got to do whatever we got to do to get him out there. <clears throat> he's making it seem as though they have been asking Rocky, and Rocky's been saying no or, or to, to that effect. Hmm. He only said no that one time in the hospital, but they were both, like, messed up. But that was also, like, there's lots of press there. That might be considered, like, an official. That was the official call out? out. Yeah. He slapped him with his white glove, and then Rocky <laughs> I, responded. I would think after, you know, they were both just got beat up. It was, you know, emotions were high. They were in a hospital. Rocky was messed up. Rocky was about to go to surgery. I would think before you went to humiliating the guy, you would first go to him and say, hey. Um, Extend an invitation. Would you like to have a rematch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Maybe give him a That's Christmas a card. Something. Christmas yeah. card. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Christmas. So, it's not Christmas yeah. in the movie, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, so it just seems like them. they just jumped to this assuming that Rocky's not going to take the fight when they haven't even asked Rocky yet. And right. and now we know, Apollo doesn't know, but we know that Rocky is having some trouble and, and is, is you know not making ends meet. And mm-hmm. I think right now, if if Apollo struck while the iron was hot and went to him right now and said, listen, you need money, I need redemption, let's do this. Hmm. Yeah. Then Rocky might do it. But no. I thought you'd never ask. 
<laughs> Why that was great. Humiliate me. I think here. Unless, oh, oh, sorry. You weren't done. Unless those bag, the bag of those bags of mail, are letters that Rocky's sending, and <laughs> maybe he can get them. <laughs> maybe Adrian's just getting them, opening up, writing no rematch, and sending them back. <laughs> Behind Rocky, writing them as the, he's just writing the the hate mail as all of his, his fans. He's just like you know, Apollo. I think that was fixed. Uh, you're not a real <laughs> ch- I'm gonna go make fun of your kids at school. You, know? you better fight Balboa again. You disgrace. Yeah, go embarrass him so we'll get in the ring. Like if he says like uh, Rocky says Apollo, like you know, why did you have to humiliate humiliate me like that? Why didn't you if you wanted a rematch? Why didn't you just ask me? And Apollo's like, I sent you seven thousand letters and they all got sent back. <laughs> <laughs> I moved. I didn't have a floating address. It's hardwood floors. <laughs> Just details. Yeah. I thought that it was ironic that Apollo was so concerned with people attacking his integrity that mm. now he's deliberately risking his integrity by taking this. Um, stop doing that. Mm-hmm. By, t- <laughs> by taking uh, this approach. Mm-hmm. Good point. But is that is that much different than his normal approach? He's always like very. I mean, we only see him in one movie, but he's 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 <laughs> he's always like kind of showboating and going after the guy and like you know. I, admittedly, it's like more good natured, I guess, in Rocky. Like, hey, Italian stallion, I'm gonna serve him up as a turkey, whatever. Um, <laughs> well, the first well, movie, his. Um, but before Rocky even came into the picture, it was all you know, stay in school, be a thinker, not a stinker. You know, like, yeah. a, um, and then even the press conference with Rocky, it was all, you know, jokes and, you know, I bet you can cook if you can't uh, fight. <laughs> right. Because uh, you're Italian. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But now it's, uh, he's, he's stooping. He's dropping his level. That's true. Huh. It's getting uh, mean. Uh, this whole part, by the way, Jay, in the novel is uh, Mr. Jurgens, the promoter from Rocky One, not Tony Duke doing this whole go after oh, wow. me and yeah I saw you beat that man mm-hmm. you want me to read it Jay? no okay. but the novel was written after the movie <laughs> I don't think it was you've been telling me yeah I I, I, I'm, I may have uh, oh oh I may well, have the roosters come wildly home wildly wrong fucking roost <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas watch your what mouth do the roosters do when they come home the roosters coming home to Mitty's Incorrect. Reindeer are coming home to roost, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Elves? No. Elves are coming weird. home. Yeah, elves don't roost. I hope not. The roosters <laughs> roosting. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Do you have anything else? Um, let's see. Apollo Redemption doesn't care. Humiliation becomes the villain. Nope. We're good. <laughs> 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 guy puts Selfie. down teacups with saucer. Yep, done. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, Tom, now we only have you, unfortunately, for these two minutes. Oh, Tom. So you have yeah. the floor. Anything you want to say about Rocky, about Apollo, it, it's please. Oh, Duke. How do you feel? <laughs> this is like a, a big therapy session here. It's Christmas, I- though, so... It is. It's a bit Christmassy. It is. Uh, I'm in a good mood, surrounded by loved ones. Uh, Yeah, I kind of did my Rocky, uh, my history, my recent history uh, history with Rocky uh, last time, watching the, what was my order? One, 
<laughs> Karate Kid, <laughs> three, four, two. That is the way God five. intended it. I might try. I might talk him into. Yeah, skip five. I would skip we'll go right five. to Rocky Is it the Bobo official Bobo. machete order? Hmm. Oh, maybe one Karate could be Kid. Now, yeah. Does Rocky? I, I haven't seen Rocky Balboa. Does it actually? Like, does anything carry over from uh, five to that? Well, one? or is it so it, he, far? After he never really uh, bounced back from his financial woes from Rocky Five, so he's still like living yeah. in the ghettos of Philly. But we uh. watched like the first half hour yeah. of Five. There you go. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> we'll see. All that Tommy Gun crap. Yeah. Um. But I love these movies. They're. Uh, I mean, it's true that they're. You know, they fall into like a, a very clear formula. You know, like he, he he's riding high, he suffers a loss, he soul searches, he trains in a mm. montage, and then he beats the guy. Like repeat, and then you know, show the first two minutes of the last movie and, and the next. And one. it's usually like he won't um, do anything until he gets the okay from Adrian. All. Yeah, yeah. She might doubt him yeah. for a while and then come around, or she's behind him the whole time. But they have to have like a. Uh, a screaming mm-hmm. match on the beach first, maybe, or something, and then it all comes clear to him. That's, and then he jumps uh, around with Apollo in slow motion. Beautiful. With little half it's, shirts. It's just the, the two sexy men <laughs> <It is beautiful. laughs> frolicking in the ocean. I mean, I, I can't. <laughs> it, Merry Christmas, indeed. That's yeah, more beautiful than cascading <laughs> snow on a wintry roof on a. Silent majesty of a Christmas winter's morn. Morn thing. <laughs> An asshole in his bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. There is. Oh, you know what? There was one uh, observation I was making as I was watching Rocky, maybe four, let's say four or three, is that a lot of movies, especially like now, like people have been saying this about like the kind of Marvel movies and stuff that like, you know, there's a good movie going along. And then for like the last 20 minutes, it's just mayhem. And, you know, you don't even know what's going on. It's all the action you know, building mm. to the climax and stuff. And then that's it. And they kind of lose it at the end. I happen to love all those movies, but whatever. But like Rocky, like the 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 very like fabric of a Rocky, you know, boxing movie, it's like you kind of get that. You get the rising action. You get like, oh, this is clearly the end of the movie. This is like the 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 you know the third act. It's like in a square. It's in the boxing ring, and they kind of avoid having that kind of you know mind numbing sort of mayhem mm-hmm. because it's just two guys in a ring, and so it's just it, it's a it's a nice satisfying uh, not mind hurting right uh, cacophony or anything it's just a it's, it's a it's a you know it's a it's a it's a good story structure i guess i'm trying to say it's, or, it's or truly mono a mono you know it's i, I mean boxing yeah you know it is uh, a singular sport you know it's, it, there's no team behind you um mm-hmm. it's it's you performing in front of the world right. i mean mm-hmm. it's yeah, yeah everything that that Rocky has to give, you know, it's, it's all laid out. Like every movie we see it, he puts everything that he has mm-hmm. at his disposal. Like he, I mean, his quote, like way he has, a, I'm sure you've seen the, the memes of it on online about being able to go that, that next round when you don't think you can. And well, that, that was actually Rocky mm-hmm. four, wasn't it? Jay? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, the world's going to knock you down and you know, Getting back up—that's how winning is done. Yeah, that's you know. Yeah, that was. What? What? I don't. What am I talking about? I don't know. Merry Jesus. Christmas, everybody! Jesus Christ! You just went to. <laughs> yeah. It was in the segment. But it's like I'm saying, Rocky. Like <laughs> he gets beat 
in every single movie more than like the normal person can handle and and or come back from. Mm-hmm. Yet yet he finds it in his mm-hmm. in his DNA, in his in soul dinner. to to get back up. Yeah. And to to go further when he don't think he can. Mm-hmm. That's a. Right. Uh, I mean that that's just a, a happy yeah. ending for all. Except Apollo Creed. <laughs> right. Poor Apollo. Poor Apollo. I don't want to end up on a downer though. Um, uh, <laughs> alive right now. Yeah. So now in in this moment in Rocky Two, he is alive. <laughs> uh, why don't you lift our spirits Ooh. by telling us uh, a, a tale? about Indiana Jones and the Minutes. Oh, yes. Indiana <laughs> Jones Saves Christmas, the podcast. No, no, no. Uh, Indiana Jones Minute. Uh, you can find us over at indianajonesminute.com. We are in the midst of working our way through the entire Indiana Jones series. We're having a ball, and you will too. Uh, you should also check out The Movie Hole, my other podcast where uh, my buddies and I did the Caddyshack Minute. And then speaking of Christmas, we did Christmas Story Mm. for about five episodes. And uh, now we're working our way through the Blues Brothers, two minutes at a time. Uh, Movieholepodcast.com. Do it. Check it out. Do it. Um, We are here. We are. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) On Christmas. It's very existential. Is that where Uh, we are? Us, uh, you know, head over to our (laughs) Facebook listeners group, Mighty Mix. We can talk about Rocky, Christmas. Or whatever else you want to talk about, as long as it's related to Rocky and Christmas. <laughs> Don't bring up Christmas. <laughs> uh, no, head over there for your Rocky content. Bring up, you know, post some pictures, some videos, some things about Rocky that you know you think people would be interested in. Stories. Stories are always good too. Uh, critiques of the show, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Rocky Minute, and we are at RockyMinute at gmail.com. And uh, that you can find all of our episodes, past and present, like um, the ghosts, like the ghosts, so I did and that. future, and future. Uh, there's no future <laughs> episodes, only past and present. But there's future ghosts. Undoing genre. Oh yeah. Dot com. <laughs> okay. So check all that out. Check out Indiana Jones Minute and Movie Hole. And uh, <laughs> it's not as filthy as it sounds. <laughs> oh. Oh, or never mind. Is it? Um, <laughs> yeah. only one way to find Other than that, out. everyone have a, a Merry Christmas, and we will see you tomorrow on what is one of the most depressing days of the year, the day after Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. Merry Christmas, George Bailey. Merry Christmas.